I'm Marissa Norcross. And I'm Dave Freund, and this is The Next Page. Marissa, how are you? I am so excited to be here for our 200th episode. 200th episode? Wow. I'm too young to to have 200 podcast episodes. You are way too young to have (laughs) logged 200 episodes. Mm -hmm. This is amazing. Mm -hmm. So when we started this almost four years ago, did you ever think that we'd get to 200? You might, because you're such a structured planning kind of person. I didn't think about not getting to 200, but I thought about our initial commitment to Tim, our producer, um, of a a year, which I guess, you know, is 52 episodes. Yeah. Um, But I... Do you remember remember why he told us we had to do it for a year didn't he say you know that it would take a while to get you know a regular following a regular group of people listening and that we had to you know kind of build that consistency and that rapport with people exactly he said people want to see consistency Mm -hmm. and they're not going to listen to a podcast that doesn't that they know isn't going to be there Mm -hmm. but you know we've we changed a lot in in that one year too we learned a lot and but we but we remained consistent. We remained consistent. Mm-hmm. So, and that was my post this morning, was, was about consistency. And, and consistency is like, it's just not a sexy word. <laughs> it's, it's like workout, you know? I mean, it's like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. But, but consistency is really a person's best friend. Mm-hmm. And the reality is that most of us are looking for a quick fix. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's fad diets, whether it's, and I love these, I, you know, because I like a clean car mm-hmm. and, and, and I like it if my old wooden boat is clean and shines. And, and there's all these, these instant shine things that are great until it rains or dust shows up because mm-hmm. they really haven't polished the finish to a luster like you would want. You know, I guess I shouldn't talk about the, the cheating things that people do at antique boat shows, but. If your if your varnish doesn't look quite right on the interior of your boat, you just use something like um, Murphy's oil soap mm-hmm. and spray it on and wipe it off. And when the judges walk by, it looks like you've spent a ton <laughs> amount of time and been very consistent on keeping your varnish up. Mm-hmm. Now there are the people that do it the right way, and they spend time every year, you know, lightly sanding and putting a fresh coat on. Maybe not every year, but they're maintaining it very carefully and they're consistent in keeping it clean. But then there are the people that just use the quick fix. Well, the reality is the quick fix doesn't last. But consistency does. And so that's really what, what the reason why I picked consistency for today was, you know, you and I were talking last week. What are we going to talk about for our 200th episode? And it was interesting how I wrote about consistency and you, was it last night you thought about messaging me and saying, hey, why don't you write about consistency? Mm-hmm. Because we both had the same idea. Yeah. Because that is the only reason this is still working. Well, exactly. I, I was reflecting on, you know, the 200 episodes and and that we'll be celebrating four years come June. Yeah. Um, and I was just kind of thinking, you know, what what the what these four years have been, what these 200 episodes have been. And, and the first word that came to mind was consistency. Right, right. So in these 200 episodes, you added a family member. Yeah. 
So we had to work through how do we cover this when Marissa's on maternity leave? Mm -hmm. And, you know, you went on a cruise into the middle of the ocean. (laughs) Yep. Um, We had, all of us had work-related, or uh, Mm -hmm. I had work-related trips. All of us had vacations Mm -hmm. that we fit in there. And not all of them were, you know, only one was where I really went away and there was no way to to do it. Mm -hmm. Only one cruise. I wish I could say more. Um, But no, it was only one. But there were my annual church conference that I would go to in July and I'd be dragging a microphone with me and I'd find a room and mm-hmm. we would do it. Oh yeah. Um, I've, I've traveled with my microphone. Yeah, You a few did times. it from Florida, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I think people don't realize you and I record in two separate locations. We do now. We do now. We didn't. And we did when we started. Didn't we do it pretty quick though. I, I, I don't remember. I, you know, it might have been, it could have even been like 10 episodes. Yeah, it might be. Till we figured out that wait a minute, you're recording on your computer, <laughs> I'm recording on mine, and Tim is merging the files, so we really don't have to be in the same room. Mm-hmm. So then we, and we got a little bit more comfortable of just listening to each other rather than talking over each other. Because mm-hmm. if you see each other, you can kind of make eye contact and know when somebody's going to stop. But we've we've gotten better at that. Um. I think we did. Did we do nine episodes in advance when you went out on maternity leave? I think so. Something like that. that. So what people need to realize is that means we're recording two a week for nine weeks, Mm -hmm. which means Dave has to write his post (laughs) two a week for nine weeks. And, And we calculated it just before we started recording. We think there's five hours of work, right, that goes into one episode. Mm -hmm. Between, you know, your writing time and my editing time and my my posting and my scheduling and Tim's work on producing this and and our recording. Tim's producing, yeah. Mm -hmm. We are patting ourselves on the back right now. (laughs) Well, that's okay because nobody else is going to. (laughs) Exactly. I am proudly patting us on the back for this. But but the point is that we did it mm-hmm. even on the times we didn't feel like doing it. Yep. Because I'll be honest with you, I I I honestly think that it, the, the majority of the time I do not feel like writing a post. Mm-hmm. But I do it because there's a reason why I do it. So and for our listeners that don't know, my post goes out to our MACNI member email addresses. And I've been doing that since October sixteenth, twenty sixteen. So that mm-hmm. is. 233 posts Mm -hmm. that have gone out. Now, imagine if someone had to write 93,000 words. Well, that would take forever. But if you write three to 400, three to 500, so I averaged 400 words a week, well, that doesn't take that long. But if I said, if somebody would say to me, Dave, we want you to write two business books. I'm still working on my first business book. <laughs> but write, write two business books. I'm going to say, oh, there's no way I could do that. Well, guess what? 93,000 words is roughly two business books. Mm-hmm. Because you do a little bit on a regular basis, and the consistency compounds. Mm-hmm. Um, when, you know, Tim, Tim told us we had, to, we, had, we had to promise to do it for a year. We're not sure if it was six months to a year, so we'll pick a year. Um, but it was a, there was a significant amount of time he told us we had to do it. And people would say, well, you know, so did that bear any fruit? Well, yeah, because the next page has been downloaded in 21 countries. Now, some of those are very few downloads, but others are a significant number of downloads. 
And the crazy part when I looked this data up on, on Monday was, of course, the U.S. Is, it has the most downloads, followed by Spain at number two, and then Costa Rica. Those must be John Maxwell team folks in Costa Rica. It's got to be. Mm-hmm. Um, somehow they must have found out about it because there is a strong presence of the John Maxwell team in Costa Rica and Canada. Um, and then Ireland and Germany and, and the rest of them are very minimal downloads. Um, in the U.S., 36 states, there are people listening to the, to the next page. The yeah. most certainly is New York, then followed by Florida, mm-hmm. Texas, California, and then Ohio. So the Ohio must be my family members listening <laughs> to it there. Because remember I said they didn't listen. I know. Well, we both have family members in Florida, so hopefully it with some of them in Florida. If only we would have had bigger families, we'd have even more downloads. <laughs> so those are some things, you know, if you just think about it, the consistency is what does it. And I remember at the beginning getting discouraged because I would have 20 to 30 people that would download the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I remember saying to Tim, Tim, I just don't know <laughs> if this is worthwhile. And I remember he said, if you had 20 to 30 people attending one of your classes per week, would you consider it worthwhile? Well, of course. I mean, if we had 20 to 30 people in a class every week, we'd say, this is an amazing class. We need to figure out how to offer more classes. Mm -hmm. He said, that's what you have. And then the number has just steadily grown since then. So that's the power of consistency. Mm -hmm. And the key too is, and I want people to realize this, we didn't always feel like doing it. Well, I didn't, I don't know about you. I didn't always feel like doing it. Now, I've, and I've said this before. So when you're, when you're trying to, be, to build consistency, one of the things you really need to do is have an accountability partner. Yep. I was just going to say that. I said, I was going to say that, you know, I show up because I know that, you know, you're waiting for me. And I think you show up because you know that right. I'm waiting for you. <laughs> Right. And I remember, yeah. I, I don't remember the date, but I remember when I said to you, I don't know if we've ever talked about this on an episode, I was going to give you one of my writings and it might've been my weekly post a little bit later or something like that. Mm-hmm. And your reply, cause you've never, you, you are never, ever rude to me, <laughs> but your reply made it really clear to me that this was an inconvenience. And I got you that writing the same day mm-hmm. because you're my accountability. I don't want to make your life harder just to make my life easier. So if we're looking to stay consistent on something, that is one of the key things you need. You need accountability partners mm-hmm. for your consistency. So and consistency does compound. And that's, you know, that's why we just, we wanted to use that to talk about 200 episodes because it's only because of consistency. Um, I did have a couple notes that I want to talk about specifically about consistency, but I love this quote by Jim Tressel, who was the former Ohio State football coach. The hallmark of excellence, the test of greatness, is consistency. Isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. Like I said, oh, consistency is not a sexy word, but yet if you think about it in the terms of accomplishing anything meaningful, it really is. Yeah. The best athletic teams are those that are consistent. I, I think we talk about goal setting a lot on the podcast and you write about it often. And I think what I love about consistency is how it compounds and how 
at the end of the day, you know, after you've been consistent for some period of time, you look back and you think, look what I accomplished or look what we accomplished. Right. By just doing a little bit every day. Yep. And that, that little progress, you know, consistent progress daily, weekly, monthly adds up. To, it sure does. To, you know, large achievement. Right. And, you know, for me, one of the great things for me as I was focusing on this and, and doing a little bit of research on consistency, it showed me how many other areas in my life I've lost consistency. Mm-hmm. And so I'm th- trying to figure out, so why did I lose the consistency piece? What was it that was missing? And then I, and I found this, this um, checklist. It's actually in... Uh, the 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. And um, John recalls, he's got a friend, Mike Murdoch, who says it's the why test. And in so you have seven questions to answer. And if you, and, and when I read them, you'll tell why he calls it the why test. The num- number one question, do you constantly procrastinate on important tasks? Well, if we procrastinate, that task doesn't fit our why. Mm-hmm. We haven't tapped into our why. Do you require coaxing to do small chores? Do you perform duties just to get by? Do you constantly talk negatively about your work? That one was huge. You know, when I think about how many people talk negatively about work, they're setting themselves up for a horrible attitude about their job. Mm-hmm. And I've, and so I'll get to a point of what how this taps into why here in a second. Um, do efforts of friends to encourage you irritate you instead? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yep. I'm not saying it was irritating when you asked me if I got back to my walks, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I took it as an encouragement, not an irritation. It was um, meant as an encouragement. And I took it that way because, yes, folks, I did fall off the wagon with my, my walks. So hold me accountable next week, listeners. Um, actually, you can just send me an email, defroindatmacney.org, and, and say, did you walk today? Uh, do you start small projects and abandon them? Do you avoid self-improvement opportunities? And, and as I was reading through those, I realized the power of why again, because there's days when I really struggle to get engaged emotionally in what I do. Mm-hmm. And when I think about the students in the class, the people attending the webinar, the impact that I can have, my energy level comes back. Yeah. So if we're, if we're struggling with consistency, just go back to why you're doing what you're doing. One of the notes I put in the podcast was that, you know, I was kind of wondering, does this, is this worthwhile anymore? You know, are we just doing it because it's a habit to do it? And then we did have some, one of the things I didn't talk about, or we haven't talked about, is there are technical issues that we've had, <laughs> where we've had to cut out parts of podcasts, where we yeah. have had to re-record podcasts. We seem to have more of that in the last six months than we had in the first three years. I don't know what mm-hmm. it is, but whatever. Maybe our equipment's getting old. Um, But, but... So we, the podcast was delayed. It typically comes out Wednesday morning at 6 or 7. And I think we were going to release it on Thursday or Friday of that week because we literally had to re-record something. Mm-hmm. That was my fault. And you're hosting. <laughs> <laughs> and we're hosting. Well, it's it's not your fault. It's your computer's fault. True. Um, 
and you're you're hosting a webinar and somebody says, Marissa, where's the next page? Yep. And that day was a day that I was kind of wondering, is this really worthwhile? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, people are waiting for it. They're listening for it. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you mentioned a friend of yours who said it just popped up as a suggestion to her. So the algorithms yeah. must have, have triggered it. Well, and that's and that's a great thing, too, when we think about the commitment we've had to the podcast and, and to the consistency of, of doing this each week is that the, the content lives on forever. So right. if I have a friend or a family member, someone reach out to me and say, oh, I really enjoyed episode number, you know, X, Y, Z. Yep. It allows me to go back and say, oh, well, if you liked that one, you'll probably like these as well. And I can send them content that could be three years old, almost four years old, and it lives on. Yes. And that adds a a lot of value, I think. It does. You know, one of the classes that I teach is my transformational leadership class. And one of our months in that class, we focus on uh, Liz Wiseman's multipliers Mm -hmm. because we basically do a book study on multipliers. Well, we did three episodes on multipliers. Yep. When I first read the book. So on the last page of my PowerPoint, I referenced those three episodes as if you want more, go here. Mm -hmm. And there's an hour and a half of content for them. So that's a great point that it lives on. And I think the, the, key, the key that I'm thinking about here is you have to value the process of consistency. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, and it works. It works whether it's a weight loss program, an exercise program, a marriage enrichment program, a parenting philosophy, consistency, the process of doing the right things. One of the notes I put here was small disciplines repeated with consistency every day lead mm-hmm. to great achievements gained slowly over time. Yeah. It's putting one John foot Mac- in front of the other every single exactly. day. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. John Maxwell calls it his, his uh, rule of five. And mm-hmm. he said, you know, if every day you went out and took an ax and took five whacks at a tree, it doesn't take much of, to do five whacks. But after a while, the tree's coming down. Mm-hmm. But all you did was five whacks every day. And, and that's really what I want to encourage people to, to think about is, you know, de, uh, trust the process. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be reengaged in, in a lot of other things. You know, there's a lot more things that I really was missing the connection that these really do fit my why. And I got to make that connection again. And I just have to say to myself every day, just do a little bit. Yep. Um. In, in this chapter about the law of consistency, John Maxwell talks about John Williams, who's the famous composer that if you've, if you've listened to, if you watched any famous movies that were done in the last 30 years, chances are good John Williams did the score. You know, he's also, um, I, I believe he's a conductor with the Boston Pops. Mm. But he said every day he writes music. Wow. It's not always good, but every day he writes music. Mm-hmm. And that's the key. Just write every day. Now, here's something else that, that shows you the, the, the downside of a lack of consistency. So when I am really focused on learning and I'm, re- and I'm listening to a lot of podcasts and I'm staying focused on my book a month, it's easy for me to write my weekly posts. Mm-hmm. 
because I've been consistent with the information going into my head. And we all know that what I write about is what I'm learning, what I'm struggling with, what I'm thinking about. So that's the power. So if you miss mm-hmm. it, it's going to be awful. Now, you know, I, my, first, my first failure in my walk, even though I said I was going to love walking in the winter, was it was really the darkness. It wasn't the cold. Mm-hmm. Because by the time it was daylight, I was really busy working. Because I'm typically, I, I, I get started pretty early on my day and I, and I work a, a pretty long day. So then I remembered I started walking and man, the first day I walked, it was like, how do I get one foot in front of the other? Mm-hmm. You know, cause it was, I made, I still made my same walk. I went up the same hill, but it was awful. And I'm thinking, wait, last fall, this was nothing. I just did it. Came back down the hill, came back, you know, home. Everything was good. Cause I lost the consistency piece. I think that consistency lends itself to resilience as well. And it, yes. your example is a really good one to think about, you know, physical resilience. But yep. if you think about, um, you know, like I'm considering taking up gardening this summer and good. I have no idea what I'm doing and I am sure I will make a lot of mistakes, but I think when you make those mistakes or when you maybe get off track and then get back on track, you're, you're building resilience through consistency. And yes. you know, those are just two you know, examples in, that are very tactical, but in all things, you know, with our podcast. So we've remained consistent with your writing. You've remained consistent yep. and you've increased your resilience. So you, you know, could be feeling under the weather and you're, you still are behind your why and ready to write. Or like yes. we talked about the maternity leave or whatever is thrown at us, we're prepared for. And I, yep. I think that that's something, that's a skill that you carry with you in all aspects of your life. Absolutely. That you absolutely. gain through consistency. Yep. If that you makes sense. Right. <laughs> it does. You know, I saw this, this, this other statement. Discipline is the bridge between goals and accomplishments. Mm-hmm. And the bridge must be crossed every day. Over time, that daily crossing becomes a habit. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about success habits. And in this one paragraph I found, Williams, John Williams, now, Williams doesn't look for motivation. He doesn't wait for inspiration. He gets up every morning and practices the discipline of writing. He doesn't expect it to be perfect. He just expects it to be done. Mm-hmm. That's huge. So it doesn't have to be perfect. So I know you always like to ask me questions that I didn't know about. I'm going to turn the tables and ask you a question that I, that you are not prepared for that just kind of popped into my mind. So you, we talked about how, you know, one of the keys to being consistent is, is having your why in mind and using that to drive your consistency. Do you think that that works in reverse? So if you're struggling to be consistent and then you realize it's because you don't have a why or, your why doesn't line up with your values. Yep. Is that a reason to say, I'm not doing this anymore? <laughs> and being okay with that and like allowing yeah, yourself yeah. to release that and say, this isn't serving my life anymore. Yes. I'm oh, absolutely. It. Yeah. We don't, you don't want to have a habit of doing something that doesn't fit your why or your mm-hmm. values. I mean, that's, 
because that's just it's just taking up time <laughs> it's taking up time and and yeah and i think and and so i think um going back and revisiting like so if 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 you're doing something and it just isn't it's it's drudgery it's 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 so much work and you don't know why you're doing it mm-hmm. you need to take a pause and go back and figure out what is your what are your values what's your purpose what's your why and then reevaluate everything you're doing through the lens of that why. Because when you do when you do the things you do because it's in line with your purpose, it is so much easier to do it. It doesn't it, I'm not saying it's always easy. Mm-hmm. But it's much easier. And I think too the other thing I one of the one of the lessons I was learning in my uh, Maxwell training that that I took a few weeks back um was Paul Martinelli was talking about you know why would you want to get in shape and he kind of drilled down to what's the value of it and what's the value and so you keep asking the why 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 and and you begin to see yourself in the situation of having already achieved that he said then it's almost inevitable that you will in fact my words not Paul's he says it much more eloquently be disciplined to get through and do it all mm-hmm. because you're literally acting as though you were already there and that makes it easier but that's but that's that's not just why that becomes the why and the visualization of your why mm-hmm. so yeah you're, that question is absolutely a good one <clears throat> if this isn't serving your why stop because imagine the wasted energy that could be poured back into that truly purposeful value-based action you know, even companies need to do that. I remember once, and it was hard for me, when one of our board members said, you know, you need to sometimes fire customers. If this product isn't serving your organization's purpose anymore, or it's not profitable, why are you doing it? Mm-hmm. Stop. Right. Or, or doing something because, well, I've always done that. Right. And that's the dumbest reason in the world mm-hmm. to do anything. Mm-hmm. Now, make sure that you're not creating an excuse to quit doing something you really want to do (laughs) or really should do you know but yeah i that was that was a really great question so i have no idea what we're writing about what i'm writing about (laughs) what we're talking about next week i'm sure you'll feel inspired Something, something will come. Yeah, be, yeah. It has worked for the last two hundred weeks. <laughs> it's worked for the last two hundred weeks, and going back through this, the whole concept of consistency mm-hmm. really has me re-energized and refocused on. Okay, so mm-hmm. what else can I do to take control of my daily agenda, mm-hmm. which drives my future? So it'll be something along the lines of that, I'm thinking. Great. Any plans for the weekend? I heard it's supposed to be really warm. Oh, Saturday looks absolutely beautiful. And I think I shared maybe a week or two ago that we were starting our spring bucket list. Yes. So um, Spring bucket list. We are already, we've already checked off three of those items and we are only eight days into the Wow. The time frame. So we're moving right along, but um, we are just loving the time outside. Awesome. And what about you? 
Well, from the time we're recording it, I'm getting my second COVID shot tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And this is Thursday. So right now, I'm not planning anything for Saturday. Um, I shouldn't say that. I do have some plans. I'm, I'm going to... So I'm... I don't know if I... I haven't talked about it on a podcast, but I'm getting a new aquarium Ooh. for my fish. Nice. Um, it's been or it's been on order since February. It's being shipped from Texas sometime next week. Um, and so I'm building a new stand for it. Nice. That'll be great. So it's all built. I need to do. I'd love to get it stained, and get the first couple coats of varnish on it mm-hmm. by Saturday. That would be good. And hopefully so get a little bit of sunshine. Hopefully get some sunshine. You know, and if I do feel kind of yucky and tired, I may just sit outside. You can just sit on the, the deck. <laughs> Sit on the deck. Yep. Sweat it out. Exactly. <laughs> Sweat it out. So I, want, we, I do want to thank all of our listeners, some of whom may have listened to all 200 episodes. Mm-hmm. God bless you, because I don't know if I could have. <laughs> thanks for remaining consistent and sticking with us. <laughs> yeah, thanks for your consistency in listening. Uh, so with that, I'm Dave Freund. I'm Marissa Norcross. And this was The Next Page. <laughs>